Hello everybody, welcome back to Miller Madness, I'm your host as always, Brian Dash. I have to get up soon, it is 7.46am and I have work, so this will be a short story so I can hopefully get at least one and a half more hours of sleep, or maybe just like one hour more of sleep, if not, uh, if not half an hour. But apparently two people want me to just stop podcasting. And I'm here to tell you, sorry punks, that's not gonna happen. I didn't really mean to insult, that was more just a joke. I like to have fun around here. I, I started doing that ever since Dante Dam called Tony Punk, so why not? That'd be funny. Uh, I'm not doing much YouTube, unfortunately. I mean, I'm gonna do it more in the future, do not worry. But my phone doesn't have much storage on it. I can barely do podcasts, but I'm still managing to uh, have enough stuff to do podcasting on it. So that's good. Uh, however, though, I'm going to wait till hopefully I get a, either enough for a new iPhone, a iPod, or uh, a, a computer where I can uh, use a video camera and upload it via video camera. Uh, that being the case though, as my cat comes over to meow. Okay, fine, you can jump up here, come on. So that's my cat, she wants to get on my bed, oh my gosh. Of course, she wants on my bed and she moves in the exact opposite direction. So, like I was saying, um, well, for some people when we do stories about my life, some horror stories and horror stories that I've seen or has happened to me. So I'm here to tell you not one, not two, not three, not wait, one, two, three, four. Okay, sorry, yeah, four stories about that's horror stories that happened to me. So without further ado, sit back, relax. I would say enjoy, but after this. You may never enjoy the Harvest Moon, or Chuck E. Cheese, or even Burger King ever again. So the first story you may not believe, but it's probably one of my favorites. But I do believe what I saw that day. Tell me in the comments if you believe me or not. It was a harvest moon. And there's old saying, you know, hold your palms up to the full moon on the harvest moon and say, even a man who is pure of heart and says his prayers by night may become a wolf when the wolf bane blooms and the autumn moon is bright. Well, I decided I would try it. So let's face it, if you're a werewolf, that'd be like the best thing to happen to you. If you had someone that rubbed you the wrong way. Maybe that's why I love head rubs so much. Anyway. As time went on. I said it. And I decided to sit in the front porch. Because it was a Tuesday. And they say. Another way to become a werewolf is sleep underneath the full moon on a Tuesday or Friday. Which I don't know why it has to, it's either a Tuesday or Friday. 
I'm pretty sure whoever put that on there now was a werewolf themselves, so I guess I could trust them. Eventually, though, I looked towards the forest that bordered my property, and I saw two wolves. Huh, that's interesting, I thought, considering that I live in, well, I lived then in, in Rogersville, Missouri. Where I don't believe there's any wild wolves in that area, at least not the part I was in. But there wasn't a lot of weird neighbors. There was neighbors that lived somewhere in the forest. At a very, very, very old house. That looked like it was about to collapse. Now they're friendly enough. And usually I like to say hi or wave whenever they came out of their forest home to get something. From Come and Go or Dollar General. But they always returned by night and always said this. If don't, don't you ever come in the forest at night. It's too dangerous. And there were facts of people who would go into the forest at night and haven't come out. No one knew why, because no one was ever found. But we all had our suspicions. I saw two werewolves. One that looked like a furry female she-wolf. Due to some of the uh, uh, shape of the body, I'll put it that way. And one that was a male. Again, shape of the body. With tattered, torn clothes. Stuff that looked like what the Mr. and Mrs. wore. I looked at them. And they looked at me. It must have been just a few seconds, but it felt like an eternity. When the female one lifted her nose, smelled my scent, looked back at me. And I kid you not, she smiled. And not a smile of hi or hello. But a demon-like smile, as in, she was like, Oh, just wait. One day when you least expect it, we'll be here. But that dream I had that night was nothing less than terrifying. I know you all heard that I've been part of like a horror punk band. That's not like a terrifying punk band to be singing horror songs. But all of the songs combined could not... Can, can, okay. Technically, it's just me and my buddies joking around with face paint on. But it's more or less considered technically like a, like an acapella. They film the videos and I sing. So. Whatever. But the dreams I had that night, I was in a church for a funeral of someone who I did not know. When everyone, including the preacher, turned into a werewolf and attacked me. And I woke up. And when I woke up, I saw that smile above me.
and I woke up for real. I was having a dream within a dream. But I looked around the room. My blinds were open, and I saw both of the werewolves push their faces against the window. And I heard one of them in a growly voice say, Let us in. We just want to have a bite. That's And I moved away into a smaller neighborhood and yes, I'm in a trailer park on a relatively safe part of town to a certain extent. And I lock the door every night and also sleep with weapons around the house. So if the werewolf or if anyone breaks in, yeah, they gone, they real gone. Well, that's story one. Story two, Burger King. This happened a long time ago. I'm 23, no, sorry, 22. I'm 22 now. This happened back when I was six. So about 12 years ago, I'm guessing. Give or take a few. No, if I was six, seven years? Nah. Yeah, I don't remember. But I used to have this friend called uh, Nathan King. Um, we went to Burger King's town and played around. And back then, we played Kingdom in those, you know, those little tubes with the ball pit, you know? I don't know if you guys remember those. They, but yeah, they existed. If you don't, then look up um, Tube slide ball pit and you see roughly what I'm talking about. I know that they still have like sky tubes. It was like one of those but they had a little ball pit at the bottom of, one of the big slide. So yeah. Sorry my voice is a little growly. <clears throat> there we go. Um anyway, I'm laying down why do this, so sorry. So back then Kid Logic was okay your neighbor represents what you play. I was always the knight, he was always the king. And everyone agreed that since his name was Nathan King, he had to be the king every time. And that was our logic back then. So, soon enough, we went down the slide from the ball pit. I felt a hand graze. Well, let's just say the belt. I'm not gonna specify what area that something grazed against, but I know what one thing for sure. It was a hand that grazed me. Three, four, five, six times before it stayed there. I got out of the ball pit. My friends got it too. We left shortly. I didn't tell my parents why. I just told them, can we just go and 
back to our house. They were confused, but they agreed. We're going to go home anyway soon. We were there for a pretty decent amount of time. It was just that we just... That was the first time we were in the ball pit. And, you know, the people used to say, you know, if you want to go and get a ball from the ball pit, you're allowed to have them. Some parents said, do you want to get a ball from the ball pit? I said, eh. But I didn't want them to say, okay, then if I don't want to tell them, then I'm never allowed in the ball pit ever, ever again. So I slowly went over to the ball pit, and I saw a blue ball. I reached out to grab my hand and grab my wrist and tried to pull me into the ball pit. Eventually, my buddies came over and began to yell for help. My parents tried to come over in the hand and really went go and sink into the pit. I grabbed the blue ball. I had the blue ball in my hand already. I jerked back. Then there, the boys felt my friends, Nathan King at least, and I think it, I think it's just Nathan King actually, felt brave enough to reach in, grab another ball, and pull it back. That was the last time I ever went to a Burger King, even nowadays. I won't even go there just to eat. I won't even go there to eat. Sure enough, I found out that that man was a professional pedophile. And I wonder what would happen. My parents weren't there that day, which they were, and they would never let me go anywhere. I thought by myself, but what happens to the restroom just left me there? Why was my friends weren't there calling for help? What happens? If he pulled me into the ball pit that day, what would have happened if I was alone? Story three. This one happened as a employee at CEC Pizzeria in Springfield, Missouri. So yeah, this one happened probably Either a little under a year ago, no wait. Yeah, maybe a little under a year ago, maybe maybe just like maybe a year ago, maybe a little over. I can't remember how it became known as the head security guard at Chuck E. Cheese. This is actually around the time I became known as the security guard instead of the door guard. This is why. So, at CEC Pizzeria. Springfield, Missouri, it's the one right by Best Buy and on the strip mall. I was uh I was just doing my job, you know, standing there, having a great time. Standing still, doing nothing. I think it's boring, but the job itself is very important. Or was when I was running this place or running that area. Oh, oh had you on. So that was the door guard. Well, a woman tried to walk off the child, and I had my eyes on them. And it wasn't the woman that brought her, him, sorry, him, inside. So, I know she was falling around, and then I saw the parents say, Alright, me and Sissy are going to, to take 
going to the restroom. You stay right here and play the games. I heard that and I saw that. Then the woman came on and said, Come on, your dad's outside and he wants me to take you to him. The boy replied with a, I thought dad was inside the pizzeria. No, he went outside. He wants me to get you. He wants to talk to you. Well, that was a lot of crap. The dad went back to the table real fast to get a drink and to have a bite of pizza. The kid was the birthday boy. She began to pull him out and began to cry. And when you look at CEC Pizzeria for a while, you know the different kinds of cries. A cry of sadness, a cry of pain, a cry of being a brat, a cry of just not wanting to leave, a cry of wanting to leave, a cry of I'm tired, and then a cry of terror, and a cry that of, of an accident, yeah, that too. But that was the first time I ever heard a cry like that. That was a cry of pure terror, sadness, and anguish. All the cries together could not make the horrible sound that emitted from that child's mouth. Where the heck were the parents, I was wondering. So, my instincts I've been trained in kicked in. I said... Ma'am, can I see you and your kid's arm? Why do you need to see our arm? She said, like a proper Karen. Ma'am, it's just protocol. I need to check and make sure that you all have the same stamp. We don't have a stamp. We didn't get a stamp. Okay, that's fine. That's completely wrong, because I don't... Because I don't... Not, I don't I'm not like some people It's like, all right, whatever, go ahead without a stamp. I don't do that. I'm one of those people that's like, I stamp everyone and anyone who enters pizzeria with a child. I don't stamp you if you don't go with a child. But that's fine. So we check pictures sometimes. I said, ever since COVID hit, we started doing pictures as well. Like, okay, that's fine. Uh, have you and your son been here before? Yeah, multiple times. Okay, cool. Because, we, because, have you ever been here like in the last year? Yeah. Why? Because, you know, we did pictures for a year, so I'm wondering maybe you have a picture of your child. Can I see a picture of your child oh, that's on your phone taken, preferably before today, or are you just even not here? That'd be fine. I don't have a picture of him. Major red flag. If you're the mother and the kid's seven, I bet you have a picture at least somewhere on your phone. Or at least in your wallet or something, purse. Yeah, I would have a picture of your child. Let's be honest here. I said, okay then. Well, how about we do this then? I'll call up, I'll call up my boss. He'll check the security footage. The kid's only been for an hour. He'll rewind it for probably like the last hour or whatever. And they'll check and make sure that you all came in together and then you can be on your way. 
with, and if it's a proven fact that you did bring the child in, you'll have our sincere apologies, a free pizza, and we'll send you on the way. Which I'm joking, I didn't say free pizza, but I did say we'll let you go on your way with our sincere apologies for keeping you here on past you you wanted to. She said, no, come on son, let's go. Then the kid said something that really made her mad. I'm supposed to wait for my mommy. Your mom said it's fine, now let's go. I stood there in front of the gate. I said, ma'am, I'm sorry, you cannot leave that child. She said, you better let me go for your physical. And I looked her down there, I said, ma'am, you can leave. But if you leave this child, how before she get physical with you? She's like, you don't understand. I know how to fight. I said, cool. Uh, let's see here. Karate, jujitsu, kung fu, taekwondo, judo, keto, and tai chi, which tai chi isn't really a fighting move, but it means peace of mind. Ma'am? How about this? If you want to leave this child, I'll call the authorities, and then we can see if you're really the mother or not. Because I've seen the mother. I've seen the father. So, ma'am, I'm sorry, but unless you're like a crazy aunt, I, I said that. You're, you're, not, you're just trying to take this child out. I'm not going to let that happen. So if you want to go, well, you've been warned. And if you go, I will do the geo choke until you pass out. Call the authorities. I'm not going to handle it from there. So she said, fine. Child, stay there. Because he won't let me leave with you. She left, and she did not come back in the pizzeria. Ever again. Turned out that one was caught later on. Turns out she was a sex trafficker. It makes me wonder though, because I've seen people at other Chuck E. Cheese's, they, they don't care. They'll say, I'm supposed to stay up here, but go ahead, go in, I don't care, whatever. Not our pizzeria, but I'm just saying that at other pizzerias I've been to. It makes me wonder though. If I was if I was one of those guards that didn't care. See people always say this. Who would go to a Chuck E. Cheese to do that? My idea is if someone wanted to do that, why wouldn't they go to a Chuck E. Cheese? That is no less than a pedophile's playground. So if you're a pedophile why wouldn't you go to a Chuck E. Cheese to find and to take a mom and dad's pride and joy? To take their child and seduct them to something that can only be considered as worse than hell itself? I don't know. All I know is that is a horror story to me because I know what would happen if for that one second 
I was not focused. That one second I was not paying attention. That one second I might win to get a drink. Because my cup was empty. In fact, I was about to go get a drink. A refill. When that happened. What would have happened if I was already at the drink machine? What if I didn't see them in time and I left? What if for one second I wasn't watching? How could I live the rest of my life knowing I let some kid get taken away by a person who was not their parent? Last story for the night. Oh my gosh. Sorry, my Funtime Foxy is laying next to me because I like sleeping with Funtime Foxy. He's cool. I like the one of the animals I sleep with. One of the only animals I sleep with. Just because I think it's I think it's cool. He usually just hangs out on my Xbox, but I usually just keep him here now. Especially since YouTube He's just slimmer and creepy way though. Okay, turn over. There we go. Uh, story number two. Sorry, wait, no. Number three. Sorry, number four. Story number four. This one happened at my old church at Bridgecrest. So we were at night service or like there was a concert at night or whatever or I had a friend or whatever. And um I had a car that had my parents' phone number okay, so me and him could keep in touch, which we never really inevitably ended up staying in touch, but we tried. We lost contact over the years. So I was trying to find my parents because I got lost because I was dumb. Young and that was that is a big church. So it was it's a that's a pretty big, pretty good sized church. And they actually got bigger after we left, but still is a pretty decent sized church. Was when uh, Pastor Hosey Blue used to keep uh, preaching. He was still preaching there. Well, I was trying to find my way back, and I saw a guy that looked like in a business suit, with a hat on, with glasses and a suitcase. I tend to remember having a suitcase. Was following me. I would go to the left. He'd follow me to the left. I would go to the right. He was going to the right. I noticed. I started to run, and he started to run after me. That's why I ran face first into a security guard. I I don't I didn't see the man after that, but I saw something that looked like his black shoe. You know, disappear around the corner, as if he was hiding or running away. Which one, I have no idea. But the security guard said, Hey there, boy. Where's your parents? I said, I don't know. He says, What's your name, kid? And I replied with, uh, I'm not supposed to talk to strangers. He said, Oh, well, my name is, and I can't remember what he said, but I remember he was just so, for the sake of the video, we'll call him the security guard, because he was a security guard. 
My name is Mr. The Security Guard, says his real name. There, now we're not strangers. And that was enough for me at that age. I'm like, my name's Blake. Blake? Uh, what's your last name? Hohenfeld? What's your mom and dad's name? Mom and dad? No, wait, what's their actual name? Tanya and Dale. Oh, you're Tanya and Dale's little boy. I know them. Come on, follow me. So he held out his hand, and I held his hand, and he walked me back to my parents. They thanked them, were a little upset about me, saying that I was gone longer than I should have, that I should have been back. But I was five, all right? Five, maybe four years old. I don't know how old it was. I was, I was stupid, okay? I'm stupid now, but just not as stupid as I used to be. But it makes me wonder, if that guard wasn't there, what would have happened to me? Could I have been sex trafficked? Could I have been kidnapped? Or was he just trying to help me? I don't know. But if he was trying to help me, why would he hide from the security guard? What was his ulterior motive? And also, who the heck brings a suitcase like that? Into a church. And why'd I hear dinking of glass? When he started to run after me. I'm guessing the glass most likely was like. That 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 liquid you put on cloth and holding it to mouth to drug him. And it, I didn't pass out. I think that's what it was, but I'm not sure. Alrighty, that's uh, four of my uh, real-life horror stories that happened to me. So, t- so yeah, I had a lot of uh, a lot of rocky experience. So, thank you for watching this video. If you liked it, please punch a little in the face like boss. There's always high fives all around. Thank you so much for watching. Now you know why I say keep keep your eyes open up. You know. Now you know why I say look into the shadows because this was a strange one. Now you know why I say I'm I keep your eyes peeled because the madness never ends. It's true. And of course, I wonder for more views from me. Do not worry because I'm workaholic with a fiction addiction. And of course, everyone, thank you for watching. Leave your comments down below to grant the great. If you want to join the Gritch in the World of the Warriors, like, subscribe, leave a comment, and maybe answer my next poll. Thank you for watching, and good night. Bonus feature. Well, some extra guys before I go. Oh, first off, hello, my name is Blake Hohenfeld. I am the uh, creator of Moonlight Madness and the host of the name of Brian Dash. I just want to let you guys know really fast before um, you guys leave that all these stories are factual, number one, so please be careful out there. Um, hopefully this will be a warning to keep your eyes on your children, or simply just 
hope you kids have brains, unlike me. Also, I want to point out really fast, uh, check my YouTube video out. It's called Moonlight Madness 2.0. Check it out. I do a lot of cool stuff on there. Recently, I taught a sword fighting thing in self-defense. Luckily, the sword I was using, uh, later on in the video was blunt, so I didn't chop my leg off or anything. Because two of the swords were actually really sharp. And one of them was just heck of a has a flat uh um side to the blade, so luckily the I was using a training sword which are aren't usually sharp. Except on the tip, but that's about it. Anyway. Continuing with the fest. Oh sorry I had Without further ado, guys, that's all I want to say. Check out my YouTube channel. That'd be awesome. If you have any comments you want to leave on my YouTube channel, leave them in the comment videos, in the podcast. Because I have no idea how to check my comments. My phone won't let me. That's all I want to say. Thank you, and good night.